Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entirety of the internet. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, straight from the Bahamas, straight from Barbados, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, I skipped my question of the Brooklyn Nets podcast. But oh, I, have not I, think you ha- I think you had to because it was such a, the whole, the whole fucking team is a question. Yeah, so here's my question this time. Now, this one should be a layup for you. All right, okay. let's, let's hear it. I'm going to give you a layup. How many top 100 in per game value did the Brooklyn, or did the Milwaukee Bucks, I almost called them the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks ah. have last season? All right, well, you got your three. This is, always, there's, this is always a trick. This is always a trick question. So there's an obvious three we're going to get right into. And then there's two kind of potential. It, it, this could be three or it could be five. So I'm going to split the babe. I'm going to go with four. Oh, Michael, you got it. Oh. Do you want to guess who the fourth one was? Let's fucking go. Ooh, was it Lopez or Portis? The Portis? With 82nd, which was surprising. Ahead of oh. Mike Conley, ahead of Nurkic, ahead of Christian Wood. That's the trick question. I, I actually would have thought it was uh, Brooke Lopez. Well, if you remember, he only played 13 games during the regular season, so. Sorry, Brooke. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a bad year for Brooke. You're talking about per game, but I guess I got it right either way. Hey, I'd rather be right no. and not know what I'm talking about than be wrong and know what I'm talking about. It works every time. I was I was talking about per game. Lopez finished 113th in per game, but if you remember, his minutes were down even further than they would have been because he only played 13 games. So he was coming back for some of those games, and the minutes were even. Like, he played 14, 15, you know what I mean, in those first couple games when he that's, was coming back, getting ready for the playoffs. So That's true. So let's let me – I'm going to spin this around on your ass, finally, Tyler. How many of the Milwaukee Bucks – will finish in the top 100 based on averages this season. I think you I think it's probably safe to go with 4 again. Like you okay. know, in the you don't sense think, you don't think like, Brooke Lopez can do it or you think Brooke Lopez and Bobby Porter switch places or Well, I don't, I don't know, but I think the safe bet is, you know, maybe Portis is the one that has the injury this year, right? And so maybe Brooke has another injury. You never know. And he's pretty old. Um, here's the other thing, too. Like, we see crazy crap happen. So I always, at this point in the season when we were still really early, right, I will always kind of underbet things rather than overbet them. Well, yeah, I think there's five with the potential, like you mentioned. I think four is the good hedge. Four is probably right. Five is, is, is a possibility. Um, and we're going to get into the, you know, the Lopez-Portis why we like those guys, why we think they're a little underrated here in a second. But let's just, let's just get it out of the way. This guy, um, he's really good at basketball. He is like Shaq, but like crazier good. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo, and uh, he might be the best player in basketball. 
Is he the best player in fantasy? Head to head, Mike only draft. Michael at every spot. Where are you taking Mr. Giannis onto the comp up? I hate to punt off the back. Period. I hate to punt off the back. But if you got to do it, if you got to punt off the back, I think I'd take Giannis somewhere in that four to six range. So let's let the baby call it five. Let us split the babies tonight. Yeah, so for me, um, and you could, if you're following along at home, you can kind of be piecing together my top 10, my, my top 20 even, which I have figured out. Um, I have Giannis fourth. Right? And I'm looking head-to-head leagues, right? Like, obviously in Roto, I might mix that up a little bit. Um, Evan Fourth, he's just so elite and so much stuff. And again, right, we talk about I want my team to be fun for me. I love to watch Giannis. So if I get Giannis, I'm pretty happy because I'm going, hey, I get to watch Giannis every night, root for Giannis. Giannis is a fun guy to root for. Giannis does a lot of really cool stuff, right? Almost 30 points a game last season. Great rebounds. Really good assists. Over a steal, almost a block and a half, a great field goal percentage. Sure, there are two fairly bad categories, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what keeps it. Uh, what, that, it's wild, right? If you are a player who shoots close to one three pointer a game and you shoot 72% from the field on wild ass high volume, you should probably not even be smelling the top 10. Giannis. Um, last season if i'm looking at this correctly per average even with those two detriments 10th overall in eight category leagues um you punt free throw punt one of his bad categories second overall second which is why you take Jokic first every time yeah and i mean even if you look at it like total values right he finished 12th Total values. He's gonna um, play a lot of games. He, he's he only played sixty. He only played sixty-seven games last yeah, year, right? So he had good. some injuries. Um, yeah, I just. I mean, I feel really good about having him on my team and going like, I might have the best player in basketball. So that's fun. And is it crazy to say Giannis could be better this year? He's still only twenty-seven. Yeah. He's entering could, his prime. Wow. That's what I mean. Could we see? Could we see him score over thirty a game for the first time in his career? I wouldn't say that's out of the question. He almost we've did seen last him, season. We've seen him grab 13.6 rebounds a game. He didn't do that last year. He might do that again. Right? Why not? Could this be the first year he averages over six assists? I, I wouldn't bet against it. He's I, been flirting why, with it the last couple years. Why you know what I mean? would you bet against Giannis? That's what I mean. Could we see a block and a half and a steal and a half? He's done it in his career. Not in the same season, but in separate seasons. Like, yeah, if you bet- took him second overall, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even blink. I wouldn't even blink. Right, and so again, I think at the top you really can't go wrong, right? You mentioned okay, take Jokic number one, great. You can take any of those guys as far as I'm concerned. They're all fantastic. They're all phenomenal. They all have the upside to be number one. Any of my top, even six, even seven, maybe even. I'd consider at number one, and I did consider at number one when I was working out my rankings. Yeah, he's he's in my two. He's in my one B. I got one A is Jokic by himself. One B, Giannis is easily in my one B. I think even if you're in Roto, you can figure it out, right? Um, if you wanted to take him closer to the turn in Roto, I don't think you're going to get him. Uh, and if you're okay with that, 
all right, cool. Let somebody else deal with the free throw percentage. Let somebody else deal with the three-pointers. You're just not going to find somebody who scores 30 points a game with uh, potentially double-digit rebounds. You know, actually, almost definitely double-digit rebounds. How about that? Over a block, over a steal. Uh, and actually over a three. He's a 1-1-1 one, one, one guy for sure. So it's not like the three-pointers are zero. They're at least a little over one. But, like, you're not going to find a guy like this anywhere else. So I'd probably take Embiid over him. Uh, I might take KD over him. Other than that, I don't know how many sure things you got at the at the top of this uh, at the top of this draft. So you know the other thing about Giannis is a sure thing. About here's the other thing about the threes too. Like Definitely. yeah, they're, they're bad, but like they're not un. You can't. It's not like you can't make that category up, right? Like with the free throws, you're gonna be struggling, right? Because it's so much volume, but. You could literally make up those threes pretty easily and have yourself, you know, seven really studly categories. Easy. Absolutely easy. I think we, I mean, easy, certainly doing a who do I draft uh, session, if you're just joining us for the first time, we always do a who do I draft series where we look at the first round, we look at the players and where they're going in the ADP, and then we draft like the first six, seven rounds. Giannis is always a really fun one to build around because he's got the free throws and then... Either way, Rudy Gobert ends up on every one of our teams. I'm not sure that's going to happen this year, Tyler. Uh, but here's another guy who ends up on our Who Do I Draft team almost every single time we do Who Do I Draft because he is criminally underrated. Though, last season, with a little bit of injury, uh, uh, Chris Middleton ended up in eight categories, on average, 32nd overall. A little bit lower than we, uh, I would say we assumed, but still... Uh, I mean, what was his ADP? Do you do you remember? Do you have that that, that stat handy? You want to know what his ADP was, Michael? I'll give you one guess. Thirty-two. It was thirty-two in Yahoo leagues, thirty-three in fantasy so players consensus. We were like, yeah, he's being underdrafted. Drafted him. He had an off season, and he ended up meeting his ADP. We do we need to say yep. it again? Do we need to say it again, Tyler? Do we need to go tell everyone who exists um, in the world? Do we need to go door to door and say, "Listen, Chris Middleton is a fantastic basketball player, and he is criminally underrated." Do we need to do that again? Uh, probably. Anyway, still got to do this. We still got to go out into the streets and tell everybody he's great. He's just a great player all across the board. He's not. Wonderful at everything, but he's great at everything. Assists, rebounds, 20 points. It's not, it's not like he's getting good assists and rebounds scoring 13 points. He's getting 20 points a game, over two three-pointers a game, over a steal. Um, percentages are solid. Uh, last season, they, uh, his shooting did drop to 44, uh, but usually he's in that 46 to 48 range. Um I just don't know why he's he's 31. I just don't know why he would fall off all of a sudden. I think he's just going to have another stellar year. Yeah, and we mentioned this, right? Like, the second round gets a little ugly toward the end. Like, he's a late second, early third round pick for me. Like, I just like him in that range. I like him better than some of the guys in that range. And, you know, if I get Middleton on my team, I'm feeling really good about it. And I would not be surprised if he ends up, because people are going to say the same thing you just said. Oh, he had a down year, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's pick him in the late third, early fourth. And I think there's going to be a little bit of value in that pick. Yeah, we always ask, uh, what's the temperature in the room? The temperature in the room for Middleton is off. 
uh, and it has been off for a long time. And I still think, especially since he had a kind of a down year last year, um, you're, I think you're going to easily see him in the, hanging around in the third round. And uh, he should not leave. He should not still be on the board outside of the third round. Seriously, like that just wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, I just he's going to be criminally he's he's like he's boring. People have heard of him. He's not a sexy new name. There's going to be plenty of. I do you think you'll see a rookie go over Chris Middleton in one of your drafts? Oh yeah, sure. And especially in a mock, you'll see some crazy crap in a mock yeah. where you know somebody will be taken somebody they shouldn't over Middleton, and it'll be Benchero or somebody nuts. Yeah, I cannot. Once again, cannot stress this enough. Chris Middleton is a top 30 player. Please pick him in your top 30. Yep, and I doubt he goes in your top 30. So. Yeah, I, I bet you can get him outside the top 30, so there's your value right there. Uh, Chris Middleton, highly underrated still to this day, um, which is wild, uh, absolutely wild. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about Chris Middleton. I love Chris Middleton. Uh Guess what? You would think a team with a criminally underrated player, there would everybody else would be like super overrated, or there wouldn't be someone who else on the team is criminally underrated. Tyler, this is... you wouldn't think the team that won the title yeah. like a two title. years ago would have two very underrated players, but they do. It's it's factual. It's real. They won a um, fucking title. People are still like, eh, I don't know. They're, uh, you know, Chris Milton's all right. Drew Holiday, criminally underrated. Tyler, this is your boy. Should should not make it out of the third round. Was the 39th pick in Yahoo ADP last year? Crazy. Like, doesn't make any any sense to me because he literally finishes better than that every year. He finished 35th in per game value. Now he. You know, you can say what you want about him, right? He finished 34th even in per-game value. I, I misspoke. Um, but, like, what's not to like about him? Like, I don't get why he gets hated on. Like, sure, there's free throws could be a little bit better, and I don't know. What else are you mad about? It's a, right? like, it's a hey, haters league, Tyler. It's a haters league. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what people are like, oh, my God, I don't want Drew Holiday, like... Okay, but you're taking, I don't know, who's someone crazy that always gets picked over Drew Holiday that shouldn't? Zion Williamson. Uh, well, Michael Porter Jr., DeAndre Ayton, all those people. De'Aaron Fox went over Drew Holiday last year. Zach Levine, like Zion Williamson. Why? And I, I, why are you doing this yourself? Drew Holiday's good every year, man. Drew Holiday's one of the best defenders in the NBA. He's good at basketball, like Drew Holiday. That's my recommendation, like Drew Holiday. Love yourself, like Drew Holiday. That's, that's good advice. I love that advice, Tyler. I, I, you know, I think a lot, a lot of people assume he's, like, older than Chris Paul um, and because he's just been around forever. He, you know, he is 32. He's been around since the 09-010 oh, season. A, uh, he doesn't Here's a fun game, Michael. Over fun 20. game for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Drew Holiday, one-time All-Star. Guess the year Drew Holiday was an all-star. I think it was when he was in Philly, right? 11-12. Uh, tw- oh, 12-13. So close, Michael. So close. That's impressive. That's impressive for me, because I don't think I would have gotten I know my Drew Holiday. You want to know why? Because he's been one of the most underrated fantasy players his entire <laughs> 
career, no matter where he went in all those years, he was underrated. And he he's finally found a beautiful home and a championship and a ring in Milwaukee. And still criminally underrated. I guess you can... Percentage of my teams I have Drew Holiday on this year, Michael. 90, Over 90, or under? 90%. I was going to say 90%. <laughs> I, I was just I was going to put the over-under at 75, so taking, you are definitely better. on the fuck it over. And you are probably right. You're the way over. Can I double... Can I go a double over? What's the... Can I get some <laughs> uh, specific prop odds on this? That'd be great. Um, you, you, here's the thing. I think comp- people complain. They see, like, six rebounds. Now, six point... Uh, if I'm looking at this correctly, uh, click, 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 click. It's 6.8 assists, right? But they're like, six assists. Almost seven assists, y'all. Um, uh, you know, two three-pointers, 18 points. Well, It's like he's, like, on the cusp of being, like, really great in all those categories. He's just, like, really very good in all those categories. Except for he's shooting 50%. So, like... Well, and... What do you complain about? Is six point eight assists elite? No. It's. What do you think? I wouldn't say it's elite, but it's much more above average than it ever has been. You know how many people averaged more assists than Drew Holiday last year? I'm looking at per game rankings. So um, even Derek Walton Jr. seven assists in three games counts. Right, we're even counting Derek, Darren Walter, John, Johnny Jr. Um. 12. 15. 15. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. So I would call that elite. Yeah, like, I guess you're right. Top you 15 player. You want 6.8 assists is elite. Yeah. Now, right? That's not. I think people just don't understand numbers. You know, it's like when you can trick people into paying, like, it's all, it's only four ninety nine. So, oh, it's not five bucks. That's cool. Like, no, that's that's yeah, less than five bucks. I'll have it's that. five bucks, y'all. Like that's a that's five dollars. Like forty nine four ninety nine for all intents and purposes, five bucks. Uh, six point eight assists per game is all, and for all intents and purposes, seven assists a game. Let's not mention he's one of the few yeah, elite steel players in the entire league. Yep, and Holiday was good last year, but again, like there's some room for him to maybe even get a little bit more here, a little bit more there, and he finished thirty fourth. And he's not going to be the 34th pick. So, I don't know what's not to like. Same, same with Middleton. I don't see why he would go down. I don't see why he would get worse. I, I don't know. People hate on Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. I don't know why. Um, even in regular basketball talk, instead of fantasy basketball, they hate on him. Both guys, highly underrated. I think you're going to easily get him in your third round. They should not leave your third round. You might even be able to get Drew Holiday in your fourth round. Uh, but I'm not taking that chance. I'm not letting either one of those guys slip out of my third round. So we have two other players on this team that are worth talking about. I don't know if, you want, to, if we want to talk about anybody else, but uh, there are two players on this team that are at least worth talking about. Um, I'll let you pick your poison. Oh, I mean, I think we know. I think we know what to expect from both these guys, Absolutely. right? Our vets. Um, one of these guys is probably still getting better. The other one, we've probably seen the best of Brooke Lopez, so I think maybe we should talk about him. But I think you know what Brook Lopez is. So there's some comfort in drafting Brook Lopez, right? He's like 12 points. He's like a block and a half to two blocks. He's five rebounds. He's not much for assists and half a steal. 
and the percentages are pretty good. Do we? I mean, do we man. think the blocks get over one point five this season? I don't know. Usually, they usually well, pretty it's good. It's hard to. It's hard to say, but the track record suggests. I mean, he's he's literally only been over. Uh, throw out thirteen games. Thirteen games is yeah, not, not the same throw out last to season. Say anything. Season before so, that was at one point. He was right. at one point five. The season before. And he was only under one point five one season since twenty thirteen. If you're looking back that far, pretty nice. Right? So to say he's not going to get one point five, like I think he's getting one point five. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just me. Lopez, another here's another another old guy who's been around for, in the league for absolutely ever. Um, at, at times he was absolutely, just, you know, borderline borderline one of the best players in the league, uh, fantasy wise, and um, always has been a really weird center, which is why I always suggest people stop treating brooke lopez like a center now i used to have to say that all the time like stop looking at brooke lopez as a center he doesn't get the rebounds of a center he's not a traditional center now these days there's a lot of non-traditional centers so i don't really have to explain that as much as i used to but just look at him as any other player who would get you know a block and a half and 13 points and hit like a three or and a half right just look at him as any other kind of like Inch-esque role player, but he gets block and a half. Which is really nice. Yeah. So if you like blocks, you need uh, so blocks. For me, for me, I think he's just inside the top 100, right? Like, he's in that kind of... We talked about, like, Mo Bamba range, right? Like, those are the kind of guys he's like. like think about where Mo Bamba finished last year. What What's Mo Bamba doing that's much different than... Ooh. Lopez, like uh, he's getting the rebounds, uh, right? You know what I mean. But like, you know, and he finished sixty second. You drop that down to five rebounds. You're talking about like the eighty ninetieth best player. Like he's just inside my top one hundred. I think Brook Lopez, and I'm not sure he's going to be drafted there because he finished one hundred thirteenth in per game value last year. He only played thirteen games. People are going to remember he's hurt. People think Brook Lopez is old. He can't do it anymore. Like. He'll be fine. He'll play like 26, 28 minutes a game. He'll hit his threes. He'll get his block. Uh, Mo Bamba, I'd rather have Mo Bamba for sure, but uh, at least Mo Bamba. That was always the complaint about Brook Lopez. Is he didn't get, he's a center who doesn't get rebounds. At least Mo Bamba gets rebounds, damn it. Uh, though, you know, this season, I think we, we are a little skeptical about how, much, how many rebounds are around. Let's go back and listen to the Orlando uh, podcast that we've already done. If you haven't done that, we're doing all the teams, three teams in over 30 days. Um, and Brook Lopez, yeah, man, like, I think you can get him outside the top 100, and that's where I, that's where I want him, right? I don't want him, I don't want to take him at value. So, like, just take him, take him outside the top 100, take him in that 110, 120. He was 113th in, in Fantasy Pros, because that's ADP last year, yeah. so there's some value maybe be had. Absolutely perfect. Uh, Bobby Portis, I think, is underrated as well. Everybody's underrated on this team, maybe even Giannis. Um, Bobby Portis, everyone kind of sees him as a six-man role player. He doesn't even get like six man, you know, kind of talk. But like, the guy just comes in. He, sh- he very similar, right? He comes in, he scores, he hits some threes, he gets good rebounds. He's almost a steal. He's almost a block. Uh, his percentages aren't bad. His free throw isn't at volume, so it's not that bad, right? It's not good. It's not bad. Reports is just going to do what Bobby Reports does: look real scary with his big eyes at people and get mad at stuff. And punched Nikola Jokic. That's or not well, anybody named Nikola. 
Nikola Mirotic, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Vujovic. He's going to punch them all. That's what he does. That's who he is. That's what he does. Yeah, it's another guy for me. He's like 75 to 100 type player, right? Like he's just, he's good. He's, he wishes defensive stats were a little bit better, right? But there's a lot to like. There's rebounds. There's points. You know, there's good percentages. Uh, I'm fine with Bobby Porter's in that 75 to 100 range, and it's kind of going to come down to what I need for my team and you know, what my team looks like. You're almost point. certainly going to get him outside of the uh, top 100 range. He's probably a top 100 player. So once you get out of that, that, side, uh, that top 100, to me, you want to look for uh, He was un- undrafted? He finished He was. He finished 82nd in per-game value, played 72 games. He was undrafted in Yahoo and ESPN leagues. CBS had him going 157th for their Absolutely. and he finished Absolutely crazy. I don't think you're going to get away with that this year. I think you're going to have to take him in that 110 to 120, 130 range, uh, which is still a deal, right? And when you get past 100, I really do think you want one upside or two – Someone who's going to be good. Like, you know they're going to play, and you know they're going to be good, so you're not just throwing away a pick. It's good. It's fine to throw away picks on high upside. Uh, but it doesn't make sense to just go with, you know, like, someone who doesn't have high upside isn't going to be... Like, if you can't finish in the top 100 at all, then I don't know why you're picking that guy outside of the top 100. Everybody outside the top 100 you pick should be someone who you think can finish in the top 100. Here's Bobby Portis. Probably going to finish in the top 100 just being Bobby Portis. If you're in a deeper league, these are the guys you really want to target in this in this section between 100 uh, and, like, 120. You really want to get guys who are going to play minutes, who are just going to do nice things for you. I like people who do nice things for me. Me too. Is anyone else on this team doing nice things for me? You know Grayson Allen. Is, he still, is that shithead still on the team? He's not doing nice things. So I don't, I don't want, I'm not going to talk about him. Yeah, and they... I think the only interesting-ish person is Joe Ingles. Like, uh, when could Joe Ingles get back? Can Joe Ingles do some things we saw him do in Utah? Uh, those are question marks, so I'm not drafting Joe Ingles at this point. But um, we've seen Joe Ingles be relatively fantasy-relevant um, for quite a long time. He is getting up there in age. Um, he's also coming off a, an injury. But um, yeah, I think Joe Ingles could be somewhat fantasy relevant at points throughout the season so he's a name just to keep an eye on kind of uh for right now for me he's probably more of like a a watch this player start the year yep. absolutely i hope um i hope we do get to see a decent amount of joe angles this season i think he's gonna be like really really nice on this team another unsung hero another guy who's under criminally underrated both in real life and in fantasy hey you want to i'll give you one last fun game okay. to end this is the the fun game Let's episode if you can name, if you can guess Joe Ingles' middle name, and I'll give you two hundred and seventeen guesses. Um, two hundred and seventeen. Right, I'm will, not going to take that many. In the interest of time, I will. I will. I will give you one dollar. Okay, I'm going to give like I'm going to try at least a couple, at least maybe three. So Joe Ingles is what he's Australian, right? Or is he New Zealand? I think he's Australian. Yes, he's Australian. He's Australian. So look up the most common middle names right. in Australia. Maybe this is common right. in Australia. I don't so know. So maybe it's something cool. Like, what's a... Uh, what's, uh, uh, Dundee. Joe Dundee English. <laughs> no, okay. not even... That'd not be cool if he was, like... It's the only American... Like, they probably are, like, 
Stop talking about Crocodile Dundee, you piece of shit American. Um, it starts with an H. An H. I'm, I'm, you're yes. even allowing me to look up middle names. All right, most Australian middle names that start with an H. Um, blah, blah, blah. I didn't say it was the most Australian middle name. I've literally never heard anyone what's like have a, this name for their first, middle, or like last a, name like in a, my life. So if it starts with an H, you ruined it, because I was going to do... Um, uh, what's, it, what's Australian for beer? Australian for beer. Austas! Australian <laughs> for beer. It's, maybe it's Foster's with a silent. Ha, fa, ha Foster's. <laughs> Is it how did we let the barrier reef die? Ingles. Well, you, that was sort okay, of close. How is the first three letters? Okay, how? What is it? You got to tell me. Howarth. Howarth. Just like Howard, but with a Howarth. th. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Howard, but with the th instead how, of a d. This is not Howard. It's Howworth. Howarth. Howarth. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Howarth Ingalls. All right. Well, if anyone, I, I know we got Australian listeners out there. I know they're probably turning the podcast off due to uh, uh, accents and talking about so the Great Barrier Reef was killed by oil companies, not by the Australians. Um, but if anyone knows anything about Howarth and why Joe Ingalls' middle name is Howarth, please tweet at us. We would love to know if that's like an Australian thing or what the hell's going on over there. Um, or just tweet at us anyway. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler. I'm not P. following Tyler P. Watts on Twitter. I don't know what you're doing. Um, Tyler's got a bunch of articles about the Mavericks, about all sorts of things in the NBA. He's always got the best insights. He's always paying a lot more attention than everybody else, uh, which is why he is incredibly valued. Go follow him at Tyler P. Watts on Twitter. If you like the show, you want to support the show patreon.com slash watching the boxes for two bucks a month you can support the show and get keep tyler off the streets um please help uh keep tyler off the streets for just two dollars a month patreon.com slash watching the boxes and subscribe on twitch twitch.tv slash watching the boxes we're going to do more stuff on there um this is a nice quick one we'll be back with more teams and our 30 teams in over 30 days we will see you next time